0: Thank you. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 62 of Beyond the Blade here on the Grandstand Sports Network, the best view in sports. I am your co-host, Chad
1: Hedemanis. And I'm your other co-host, Bill Shockey. And Chad, we're 22 games through. 22 feel? games <laughs>
0: through. How many more we got left? Like 50-something? 58? 57?
1: Or no, 24. So we have 58 left. Excellent. Excellent.
0: Yeah, it's uh Thanksgiving. We even talked about this a little bit last week. It's Thanksgiving and uh we're basically, yeah, so let's <laughs> talk about next year already. Let's let's you know, let's see what we can do for next year, some trades we can make, some players we can move. Uh I don't know. It is what it is, you know, at this point. It's not go a good hockey team, they have a lot of flaws and what are you gonna do? It's like I said, it is what it is at this point. It's cause it's kinda last week we yelled about it. This Week, I'm more of an accepted place about it, and that's just you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be last all over again. It's gonna be a 77 point season, um, top 10 draft pick, and let's see how the offseason goes. I and mean, it's, it's basically just repeating last season all over again.
1: I mean, if we're only 24 games through, but we are already on our third step of the five stages of grief. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Step, we, number four is, step
0: number four is when we start talking about down and
1: we, <laughs> so uh, chinko next. We, we went through denial already. <laughs> this they can't be that bad. Just wait until you know, 20 games. We'll be all right. Last episode was our anger episode.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, now we're in the bargaining stage where we're going to trade everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then and then stage four is like the courtship. Was it depression. depression or was it courtship? Depression. Like, oh, depression. Okay. Oh, damn it.
1: So I, wanted, get to to the, I wanted
0: to get to the courtship part about courtship and Dolan. that's where I was going to go next. But
1: Well, five would be acceptance where you accept that we're going to be a top five. and Okay. I guess I guess we'll get to that stage.
0: But uh, yeah, I, I'm sure over the next <laughs> year, <you know>, the <laughs> depression might come. The depression might come this week when you play Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh twice.
1: No? And then Chicago <laughs> and St. Louis on the horizon. Yeah. The,
0: the, yeah. the next five games might where you get to the depression part when you're getting your heads kicked in every single night. I'm that's. sure they'll
1: win. You know. Probably they don't want
0: to be the most safest thing ever is they go like four and one here. Yeah, and I'll be like, them. hey, look at these guys. And they'll have like a week schedule the next week and they'll go own four. Like,
1: That's how it goes. That's how it talky, goes. man. Talky.
0: So a couple of things on tap this week. Uh, we're going to look at the last few games, last nine games, I guess you kind of have on here. Wolf. We're going to talk about our defense who can't score. Uh, we're going to talk about the power play, lines, Bogosian. Looks like he might have escaped Bogo Island, uh, but we'll, we'll see about that for sure. Uh, the Amherst are fun. We're going to talk about them. And I guess kind of whatever else comes up here. But um, before we get to the hockey talk, I mean, we just had Thanksgiving. How would your Thanksgiving go?
1: It was good. It was uh, more on the quiet side, which is never a bad thing.
0: Right. Um, it's not bad.
1: Probably the funniest thing for me that happened was Layton got his first taste of buttery mashed potatoes. Mm. And he, of course, afterwards wanted nothing to do with his food.
0: <laughs> you see how it
1: goes? You yeah you see
0: how it goes? yeah, he
1: uh, wasn't letting the wife eat at all, basically, uh as soon as he got his first bite, anytime she went to take a bite, he was doing the little baby moans of why is that food not coming my way <laughs> and, uh, you know
0: i mean I'll tell you when you I mean, I had the two and a half year old and yesterday. On my lunch, I made a bologna and cheese sandwich for myself. I took two bites out of it. I looked down; he was staring at me like a dog. And I asked him. I said, "What do you need, Bud?" And eh? And he wanted my sandwich. I gave it to him. We took a bite, liked it, and then gone. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> got two bites out of my lunch, and my kids stole
1: it from me. I look forward to it. <laughs> we're uh, we're nine months, four teeth. Heating has been a problem. It's nice. been an issue.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's never fun, but they'll they'll start popping up pretty quick here.
1: Yeah, Thanksgiving is pretty good, and more importantly, uh, back to a month ago, we can now start talking Christmas. The best. Yeah, holiday. we
0: can. I I, I had my Christmas stuff done, did it Friday, and um, you know, I, mean, I got the Christmas music going now. Again, it's past Thanksgiving, so I think that's all fair. I mean, I'm sitting here doing my podcast, and I literally have a Charlie Brown tree sitting right here, looking three feet away from me. So, uh, my little basement area here in my man cave is Christmasized. So, you know, like I said, once Thanksgiving passed, man, I'm all in. So Good. here I am, Christmas music, I'm all in. I'm ready for it.
1: So, uh, last thing before we get to the hockey, you were off in California last week at the end of last week, which is why this podcast was pushed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I have to ask you about your not wanting to come home tweets. Yeah, well, let, let me tell you
0: about that. So, here's the deal. Don't get me wrong. I love Buffalo. You know, people always ask me, do you want to, why would you want to move? Do you want to stay here? My wife, you know, always wants to go to the warm climate and I'm not about that. I like Buffalo. I mean, more like a sports state. like my tables, like my bills, you know, just Buffalo's a nice place to live, raise a family, good cost of living. I'll tell you what, when you wake up at six o'clock in the morning, you can walk out of your hotel room and go walk on the beach on November 16th. And November 17th, whatever it was, that's life-changing man you ever done that you ever walked out and just walked on the beach in the morning in the middle of november and it's like 70 degrees outside like i don't know that's hard to come back to i mean don't get me wrong i would never live in california probably because my house in california is like a million dollar house and that's just ridiculous but um
1: but cost of living yeah
0: it'll it'll surely get you but uh you know it, it, it was more being jokeful but uh kind of kind of teasy people in 70 degree weather that i was ending there here in the 30s but yeah i mean it was good you know the weather was nice uh you know to go to a motorcycle trade show it's industry that i i work in for my day job so it was kind of cool to see that and uh get away for a few days but yeah i, mean, I guess i missed a few games there which <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world because it was the carolina game which was pretty brutal and uh what was the game before that um I can't remember. They all meshed together now.
1: I know. I just remember Edmonton and Montreal and. I forgot even who it
0: was. It was Carolina and whoever else. They lost both games <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, so I guess I didn't really much, much, miss, miss much there. Uh, apparently I left my uh, speaking in California too.
1: Yeah. I um, mean, like, like you said, they're, you know, one, six, and two in the last nine. So it, it isn't surprising that they all mashed together here. Kind of been the same thing. I, I think all the scores have even been around the same as well so yeah not much to write home about i mean you did get your reinhardt on the wing
0: i did i did that was good and um he's back with eichel again uh we got to see that in the pittsburgh game before i left when they did really good and then they didn't do so good the next game which is that game i'm missing here I forget who they played and they were broken up in the carolina game which whatever it's phil housley so i'm going to try to guess what he's thinking and then but now, you know, today in practice are back together again and we'll see how it goes. But I don't know. I mean like he's getting he's, he's, he's getting a little better. bilesma Biosma e on me, how's he is, you know? It's he's uh he's moving guys around too much. But yeah, on Ryanair he's getting better. He's getting more noticeable. Uh, he's scoring points, deflecting pucks in front of the net on the power play when they score a power play goal once every five weeks. It was Detroit. Um, Detroit. Wonderful. That's who it was. That's right. That Detroit game. Yeah, that was another. That was brutal.
1: I They're like the same was. score, though. By the way, three to one. Right. Yep. So. But yeah. Speaking, speaking of, of real quick. Speaking of great tips, how about that wrist alignment goal the other night?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that I, I saw. It. That was uh That was. I don't know. I mean, you kind of. <laughs> you kind of feel bad because I don't know. In, in the going joke around, you know, it was – Sabres defenseman can't score, but I mean, I guess sort we're making progress, right? I mean, we're scoring goals, but we're just on the wrong net. And now we had to focus on the other net. So
1: they're looking man. for a, a, a way to, you know, spark the power play. Put Risto in front. He's very good. That's a good point. <laughs> tell him to, <laughs> to start blocking <laughs> shots. <laughs> oh, man. That yeah, tip, that's obviously, a- though, it couldn't have been much better. That was no, uh, right over the shoulder genius.
0: under the bar. That was beautiful. That was a great tip, man.
1: But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it goes back to the same thing as last year. It's the defense is struggling. They have no goals again now through 24 games, mm-hmm. which is incredible, incredible. No it's goals insane. through 24 games. You would think yeah. it gets tough. I fuck mean, I, I get or, they were
0: hurt, but I don't like you said. Like I don't know, could somebody shoot a puck from the point the goalkeeper doesn't see and goes through his legs or something? I mean, like one time.
1: I don't know. I mean, antipa has been playing better, but he did have that one. Uh, really nice shot rebound goal yeah um, but yeah it's just they they cannot score and probably the biggest disappointment point wise would be bully for me I know he's been playing better lately uh, he's looked good since coming back from injury but three points in 17 games is just not gonna do it no uh, he really needs to start you know getting the points I mean because you're not gonna expect much Falk's not gonna give you points he's got zero and 11 but you're like we said before, Falk is one of those guys that if you don't notice him, that means he's playing well. And exactly. Even more so this year, he was, you know, for that little bit of stretch, he was playing really well. Um, George's same thing, zero points, 11 games. But what are you going to get at him? Uh, everyone's favorite, I just
0: He's got zero points, and he's skating again, but <laughs> I don't think years. he's going to stick around very long.
1: No, I me mean, neither. McCabe, four points in 24 games. That's not going to cut it either.
0: He's missing so, that again on opportunities.
1: I, I really, again, I don't expect Bogosian to be the savior here uh, because he was yeah, obviously struggling most of last year as well. But at least the guy can put up points. So, he can skate. Yeah, I'm mean, I mean, really interested to see kind of what Bogosian does here. And kind of not to get ahead of us too much, but if we're really looking for something for these next 58 games, probably what I'm focusing in on is the defense. You know, yeah. Housley was brought in to fix the defense. They're starting to get healthy. You got to imagine that Rissalinen, Scandela, McCabe, Bogosian, and Beaulieu are five guys that are on the team next year. Probably. So, so those five guys need to do something here in the next 58 games. Housley needs to really get this five core to start not only producing, but playing well. Uh, I mean, they've, they've been playing a little bit better on their own end. You don't see as many mistakes. I mean, you still see, obviously, the shorthanded the other night. Um, that's on Michael, though. Oh, of course, yes. Um, but there's still struggles. But I don't think they're as apparent as in, you know, the first 10, 15 games.
0: No. I mean, there's not guys getting around from the net anymore that aren't being covered. I
1: mean, <laughs> that's right. not
0: really happening anymore, where you just guys would just literally stand next to Leonard or Johnson and just have tap and Or two guys. Or two guys, even. Yeah. And that, that's not happening anymore. So that's good. I um, I guess that's where we'll kind of start here um, with the Bogogosian news. So, day to day, he's a game time decision, decision tomorrow or tonight. We're looking, listening to this uh, against Tampa Bay. You know, I and I guess we'll get our, hopefully, uh, if not tomorrow, maybe Friday against Pittsburgh, we'll get our first look at a healthy defense. Uh, we haven't seen that all year long. So, I don't know, like you said, the defense is playing, I guess, or doing better, uh, and in shooting more, which I like. So, it means he's kind mm-hmm. of learning, and he's taking the coaching that he's been given, and he's not making the terrible turnovers. You know, I saw that turnover. I forgot who it was. I think it was Florida. We just turned around to, like, a spin around and threw him from the net, and I think the, the his guy just took it when the breakaway, but Leonard made the save. We're not seeing that anymore. He's being smarter of the puck. He's taking shots now, getting the shot through. So, that's good. Um, He's getting more comfortable, so that's good to see. we'll see if that continues. But you know, Bogosian, I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I'm with you. I we both kind of said we thought he could have a good year in Housley's system. Kind mean, of he fit Housley's system. It's good for him. Right. Uh, but you don't think about Bogosian is how it goes. It's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. He's going to miss 24 games here. He's it, probably going to take another month to get back to you know form. Basically, then we're what we're into middle of January, almost February. I mean, the season's more than half over at that point, and you know, we're all thinking, man, if we just had that guy, maybe all year long. And then let's you know, just think about Goshen. It's so frustrating is the injuries. And I mean, don't get me wrong. He hasn't been like a world beater or anything when he has played, but I don't know. I, I think given the opportunity and given the role, I think he'll get in this defense, uh, it'll do wonders for him. Cause if he's a five, six guy, I don't think he has any interest. You know, he's not going to be engaged that much really in the game, but, I think in a three-four role, which will probably be put in once he gets comfortable. I'm sure he'll get slow played in, kind of like Scandella did, but yeah. It, but didn't, which is odd, but whatever. So we'll see. You know, I'm excited to see him play. I'm excited to see healthy defense. Uh, it doesn't look so bad now. There's no Matt Tennyson. There's no Fadun, even though he's okay, um, and even Falk, you know, he might not might be the guy who comes out for Bogosian. So you'd have Falk and Georges in the press box, which I guess I'm okay with, um, especially if Antipan's going to play well. But if he's not, then, you know, you kind of have Falk hanging around to step right in and take a spot. So
1: Yeah, kind of what I was trying to... What I was building up to here is I, I think you need those... Like I said, those five are going to be key these next 58 games to really mesh. And then, ideally... If those five are playing well at the end of the season here, now all you're doing is inserting Gouley into these five. Yep. And now you got a pretty solid six. So if, if everybody can kind of come together here, fix the defense, they got to start putting up points. They have to start scoring. Uh, but if they can start doing that and then start looking like an actual, you know, NHL defensive core, um, I think Gouley being inserted in, into this as the sixth as opposed to like a Falk or a, a George's, I think now you're getting your puck moving, skating defenseman, right. the, the core that Housley wants and needs to utilize to be able to have this defense joining the rush, defense getting into the play, leading the rush, jumping up, uh, getting, the, you know, getting the puck in the slot, moving up to a pinch. I, I think those six guys are going to be able to do that. I think Scandella has been very good lately. Uh, hey. Again, he just needs to start putting up points. So Ristolainen is yeah. looking his couple of games back. I, I really think the D because I'm going to be honest the the forwards unfortunately I think are a lost cause this season.
0: Yeah, there's no saving that probably,
1: right? I really don't think there is. I mean, especially if which we'll get to the Amherst later. But if you're keeping the main guys down so that they have one good year here, um, and you're bringing up guys like Chris kusol or you can't even say Chris it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if it, which is fine. And we we this is one of the things we screamed about last week. Right. Is, right. is if you're if you want the, them to be good down there, then keep those guys down there. Bring up guys like Kyle cuz Chris Kulo. Chris Kulo. <laughs> uh, yeah, shows you how much I know about him, but
0: that Kyle, um, dude.
1: <laughs> bring up guys like that where you're not, you know, bringing up Bailey for three games and sending him down or Baptiste sitting in the box for three games on a road trip bringing up guys like that so that, like you said, the bottom six is just basically a lost cause this year. And uh, if you can at least get the defense to be playing well and your top six, your O'Reilly's, your Eichels, your kanes, you're surprisingly Oposo now has 11 points in 22 yeah, games. Yeah, don't
0: look now. He's starting to come back to life here. I mean, that's so not bad.
1: For everybody freaking out, I, I, like, I, was, I was weary to be jumping on it this early. I mean, yes, with all the history we've had of guys like, you know, Lano and Molson here, uh, it's easy to jump on and be like, oh, crap, here comes post to be that next guy to lead us into the next five years of terrible contract. But again, like, he, yes, he's slower, but he's still bigger. He's a big body. He's good on the puck. He has a really good shot. He has a better shot than Molson does. I uh, I wouldn't get too worried yet. Um, but I mean, 11 points in 22 games, it's good to see him starting to finally get some points here. Um, and hopefully he can keep it going. If, I mean, if he can put up, 40 to 50 points are really, you know, screaming about, I mean, yeah, it's not what you want on a guy making 6 million, but it's at least serviceable and you can manage that uh, for the next couple of years here. So,
0: I mean, that's, I just did the math on how you we were talking for a I mean, he's, he's at a 40 point pace right now. That's fine. That's not terrible. I mean, well, again, that's not, it's not a six million million dollar player, but I don't know. That's about the career average kind of, you know,
1: yeah, it's also not zero in 12 games. So
0: Right, right. right. I mean, again, it's not ideal. It's not 50 where you, maybe you want him to be, but. And who know, knows?
1: I mean, maybe he turns around here, he starts playing better with O'Reilly, who's yeah. who's been playing better, even though, which I need him to stop doing this, is saying he's the worst player in the world <laughs> okay. after every single game. Yeah. that they lose. I mean, looking
0: back, Oposo had 45 points in 65 games last year. So that's like, you know, kind of more the point production you are hoping for but he also got off that really hot start too 19 goals 26 assists last year yeah I mean he's had 64 51 69 24 in the lockout year 45 so no no like I said he's around a average for his career he's around a 40 to 50 point player and that's maybe kind of where he's trending right now you know he's he's played pretty well the last few games and He's picking it up here. Maybe he keeps it going, and then he gets that average up, and maybe at the end of the year, maybe he's like a Sam Reinhart. the end of the year, you're like, oh, look at that! A post has fifty points. Huh, how about right. that? Like, it, you know, that's it's not out of the question. Uh, I mean, he's back up now with O'Reilly and Pouliot, so he's been promoted, I guess, um, back up to top six, and rightfully so. I think he's one of the better players. The last few games, you know, in that role with, with Nolan and Josephson, I mean, and to give. No, Joseph, and Josephson credit. I mean, that line's been probably one of the Sabres' better lines the last few nights. So, you know, rightfully, rightfully so with his uh, promotion there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's one of those things where <laughs> it was easy to jump on his case early, but yeah, like you said, it's a it's a do look now. But here he is; he's got eleven through twenty-two. I uh, mean, to be fair, too,
0: he came off a pretty serious injury last year with the concussion in the hospital thing. So maybe.
1: You know, and I, and I
0: was one of the people, too, maybe we got on him a little bit too early and too hard. You know, he might have not been completely 100% to start the season, and that's completely understandable.
1: Yeah, and like I said, it's nice. I, th- I think your your top six are all right. He's that bottom four or bottom six is just. I man, it's uh, brutal. I mean, great. right now
0: it's Jordan Nolan. So your bottom six, your third line is Jordan Nolan, Johan Larson, Jason Commonville, who's fallen off the face of the earth with since his hot start. Uh, Then your fourth line is Giergensen's, Chris Kulo, and Matt Molson. I mean, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) That's just, that's brutal. That's brutal. I mean, what, one, two, three? You can argue three or four of those players could be minor leaguers right now. I mean, I haven't been impressed with Johan Larson really at all. Um, Giergensen's is sleeping again. So (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, what are you going to expect there? So. I mean, the only guy who I say who I'd say isn't a minor league player, there could be argument for it on that bottom six is Pominville. I mean the other guys you can all make arguments that they're I don't know, lower level NHL players, borderline NHL players, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah. Which I mean is that not that good f- to have
0: four of them in your bottom four or five of them in your bottom six.
1: No, but again, this is this is kind of what you're asking for. We're not gonna be calling guys up. Um right. I I still wonder – I mean, you brought this up earlier uh, before the podcast. I wonder if Erod does make his way back up at some point. Yeah. Um, Because he's he's 23
0: or 24. He's not like a young kid anymore, you know.
1: And just how well – he pretty much would have made – he was going to make the team out of camp. Oh, he was was hands
0: down making the team, yeah.
1: So getting a guy up here might kind of – we saw it at the end of last year, kind of be that shot that the bottom six needs of, oh, look, uh, we got a little bit of speed now um it's it's kind of what Erod was able to you know inject into the lineup into that bottom six last year and i think they really could use that again uh this year especially with spending griffith down i mean he he at least had some speed and he worked but he, he just he wasn't putting up points um at all so that doesn't surprise me go down and help the you know help the AHL team where he, he'll at least do more damage uh, as opposed to you know, playing eight minutes a night here and doing a whole lot of nothing. So I think, like I said, unfortunately, it's it's kind of you're getting to that point, unless there's some kind of big move here, uh, some kind of trade, that the bottom six is just going to be a wasteland for the rest of the year. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, you're going to be looking for, like I said, that defense and those top six uh, to keep going, kind of the way they're they're trending here. Uh, and you're not going to be expecting much out of that bottom six. except said maybe Nolan scoring two goals every 25 games, <laughs> and, and then screaming about how the team doesn't try hard enough. So yeah,
0: yeah that was that was interesting. I'm not, not going to say he was wrong, but it was certainly interesting.
1: Interesting uh, is definitely the right word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so before we get to the Amex, who are actually the one exciting thing right now about the Sabres organization, um, I want to talk about the power play because yeah, the it. it it is
1: one of the words brutal
0: it is brutal i mean I, I don't i mean they have just royally messed up a good thing they they this was about a couple weeks ago Is you know trying too hard trying to make too many changes sometimes when you come into a new spot just let what's working keep going like just like you know again this goes moving to right heart to center and then keeping it there for a while when it was clear it wasn't going to work and not putting him back with Eichel until game 22 or whatever. Like, you know I mean? This falls in line with that. And then he's making all these radical changes now. I mean, he has – the first unit is Evander Kane, Eichel, uh, Reinhardt, and Beaulieu. Like, I, I don't know. Like, you, I, I don't think you can have Evander Kane and Jack Eichel in the same power play unit. Both guys want to shoot the puck. And I think whenever Evander Kane gets in the power play, wherever he is, he just shoots it.
1: Mm-hmm. Which means it's
0: not going to get to Eichel where I want the puck to go. I think they got to be separated. He's a little bit
1: more disciplined on the power play. But you're right. I mean, you can't have. Basically, you need the power play to go through ICO when ICO is out there, and that's not right. necessarily the case when Kane is out there as well.
0: Right. And then your second unit is O'Reilly, Oposo, Matt Molson. Good Lord, uh, <laughs> Rista <laughs> in and Palmonville. The problem I have with the problem I had with that unit I put on Twitter is. Okay, who is my game the zone guy? Cause I don't have anybody with speed really on that unit that's gonna threaten anybody. Am I gonna just gonna dump it in with the slow guys on the and then hopefully they get the buck for the other team does? I mean that that's my fear with that unit. And you know, it's it's just I, I don't understand why he did it for like a game like, like one game. That one game he even talked about he just put the unit that was good last year back together again. He put O'Reilly, Oposo, Eichel in, and Reinhardt yeah. put it all back together again. They had one power play going that game, and they had one taken away. And then, like, the next night, we didn't see it again. Like, like, just just put them back together for a couple games and just let them go. Just let them go. Just, just give them a couple games together and see how it goes because nothing else you're doing is working right now. And I, mean, I get it. You want to get bullied and Antipa in there, but just put them in the second unit. Just run yeah. that second unit through Vander Kane. And that's how you do it. Like it's
1: it, it's it's crazy. It's it's there's, crazy
0: how much of a switch that power play is, has had in one season. It's it's insanity.
1: Basically what it comes down to is there's a difference between a new coach coming into a team and making his mark and a new coach coming into a team and messing up a good thing. Um, right. like you said, you he could have came in and you know totally changed the style of play five and five. Uh just overhaul the defense with how they should be playing and still like you said not touch the power play at all You didn't have to um even Reinhardt too I, I know you brought up that point but it's just a yeah I don't I don't know how you you got to be trying pretty hard to take the first power play last year have all the same guys on the team still and not have it at least in the top half of the league
0: or at um, the bottom of the league I mean you, you can't go from one to 30 or 31 right. now and it's just it's it's unacceptable. And, and he said it's not like we lost a lot of players. It's the same guys. I mean, doesn't. I mean, maybe it's the pride kicking in. But doesn't like someone in that coaching staffs go, hey, let's just flip on last year's film and suit the data, then just do that. Mm-hmm. Like it. It's, really, I say this all the time. It's just it's just not. It's not that complicated. You know, it's it's what they're doing is not working. They're not moving around as a unit anymore. The puck just goes around the outside. It goes on the outside or on the top of the umbrella, then somebody shoots and gets blocked or goes wide and you know they never really threaten. They pass the puck on the outside trying to get that one timer locked in and it just it doesn't work and I don't know. It's 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 disappointing 'cause I mean you get that power play going a few games here. You might this you know, you might win a couple more games. But you know, they can't score goals at even strength and in a month or two here, we're going to be talking about trading our best even strength scorer. I, mean, I don't want to get into that now, but yeah. I mean, if you lose Kane at even strength, good luck scoring goals because the power play is not working. And besides Kane, you don't have a lot of guys that can give you some even strength scoring. So
1: You don't have a lot of guys besides Kane that can give you scoring, period. <laughs>
0: that's, that's that's true. I think besides him and Eichel, you are you can count on, I guess, on a nightly basis. It'll be just <laughs> it'll be Eichel's team, and it'll be just on Eichel. uh being Literally. that guy which
1: <laughs> you have oh man this is just sad just looking at it you got one two three four five guys with more than six goals the rest of the team is five or less yeah well Ryan okay. is five the rest of the team is three or less there's a whole lot of zeros
0: a whole lot of zeros and a whole lot of zeros from your defense which we talked about before and that's it's just not good enough. And that's one of the things we talked about going on this year is that we thought we would see better production because the guys they have here, antipin Bolu, right the in a new system.
1: And, and we're another just, not getting it. Yeah. yeah. I, I really do think that they just need – can I get a month here? Just a healthy defense that yeah. learn can learn the system and start playing the way that they need to be playing. Because I think, like you said, Scandella has been playing well. I think wrist line look good lately. Uh, so there's your top pairing. Yeah. Uh, McCabe needs to get it going here. Uh he hasn't been necessarily bad, but he hasn't been necessarily good either.
0: No, I mean uh, I think he's starting to get there. He's being more physical. That's when McCabe's in his game is when he's hitting. right. When he's hitting in physical, McCabe's on his game.
1: Yeah, ask lining. It's been him. coming. Did you did you just drop a ask
0: lining in there when I was talking? Is that what you did?
1: I mean I know he's on your fantasy team. Is, is it too soon. <laughs>
0: that's, <laughs> that's, but I mean don't even start with him on my fantasy hockey team right now, kid. Okay, it's depressing. Um yeah, it's. it's I don't know actually, you're gonna give me you're gonna give me more, Matt. Like this hockey team I watch is bad enough. Don't go up my fantasy team. We're just having some injury issues themselves. Start the season off.
1: And actually, real quick. Speaking of injury issues, Matt Murray just went down and it had no weight on his right leg. So oh, that might be well, a good. I thing mean, for, hey, for say, were the gonna get
0: or they're gonna get Tristan Jari basically back to back them this weekend?
1: It seems like it.
0: Uh, or Jari and whoever else the other backup would be, but. I mean, I don't know. Is that a big deal though? Because the Sabres, with every game, they're like six to five anyway. So, the only team they score against is Pittsburgh, but they lose like six to five or seven to six. So I guess that really won't matter. And Classic. they haven't. And they haven't won in Pittsburgh since I don't know what did I say last time, like 1965 or something like that. 1976. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's end on a good note here. Let's talk about the Amex because they're pretty awesome right now. Something to go 11, right. Yeah. Five. 2-1, is that right? One,
1: five, two, yeah, and one? they split up overtime and stood
0: out. Oh, okay, so they're third place right now in the AHL. Uh, CJ Smith is red hot right now. He is a point-per-game player, 19 points in 19 games. Uh, if you did not see his goal of the night against Binghamton, I suggest you go ahead and look that up on Twitter because that was pretty awesome. Turn that defender inside out, and then beat the Binghamton goaltender, High blocker cheese, Gouli 5.7 assists or five goals, seven assists in nineteen games. Fashing six and four in nineteen. Baptiste four and five and twelve. Erod two and four in five. Nylander one, uh, one, goal, two assists and five. And Allmark is nine and three with a two point nine four and a nine one eight save percentage. Bam! Rochester's crushing it right now. Look at all mm-hmm. those guys. Few seasons. The one guy I think besides CJ Smith who jumps off to me is Allmark. I've been pretty hard at Allmark the last few years and he's <laughs> having a really good year. He looks calmer in the crease finally. So um Finally. That's good. That that's no, good for yeah. the Sabres moving forward, you know?
1: No, yeah, it's 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 great. It's uh it's one of the things that just drove me nuts about him was <clears throat> he would get in position and as soon as like Something went wrong. You felt like he was just flopping all over the crease. The next thing you know, he's five feet out of the net, and yeah, it was it was. And sometimes he was still working in the AHL, but exactly
0: because you'd see those highlight reel saves, and you're like, "Well, hold on, scroll <laughs> back ten <laughs> seconds and watch how he got himself in that position." Yeah.
1: And maybe it's not as nice anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, when he's
1: when he's you know 15 inches out of position, and then all yeah, of a sudden he's, he's diving. When back he's in the corner save. and the puck is the other end of the ice, and yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been nice to see you this year. It's, it's finally what he needed to do is kind of, you know, like you said, calm down inside the crease. And it looks like the team around him is good. So, I mean, obviously that helps. Yeah. Um, but you still need to be able to play your game and step up inside of the crease, even when the team is playing well, to to be able to get these wins. And, and the record shows it. Um,
0: and Rochester's going to add Seth Griffith, too, who just got placed on waivers and cleared today. So he'll be in Rochester. So they're getting some more... Offensive power, firepower. Uh, getting Griffith on that because he's he can score in the AHL. He's a pretty good AHL player.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I if this is what they want to do, I have no problem with it. But stick with it. Don't mess this right. up. Uh, especially if there's even if there's more injuries, bring up guys like you know, bring Porter. Griffith
0: back. Bring yeah, bring yeah.
1: Griffith. Up. Bring up Porter. Don't don't bring up these guys if if they're running hot and the team's doing well. Keep them down there. Let the, if this is what you want to do, have them have a really good season, and then make these guys that we just brought up the how the seasons are going, make them fight for the roster spots next year because yep. the way it's going, I mean, like you said, we'll probably get to it. I don't know if it'll be this week, but we'll have basically the next couple of months to talk about it. Unless there is that big move, you're probably have you probably need three to four of these guys to to be up next year uh yep. for for you know cap definitely. reasons and for just you know spots on the roster that need to be filled and and you the, the forwards are gonna need to be overhauled next year there's no question about it and it's basically going to be these guys spots to lose especially if they all have a good year and you know what they even if they have like a good playoff run i could see at least three of these guys definitely fighting for if not getting a spot next year depending obviously on what happens with the roster uh, with trades and, and free agent pickups over the, you know, the rest of the season. But I mean, it's, it's important. It's, it's going well right now, which is a good thing. Knock on wood. Hopefully they keep that up. <laughs> they should be able to make the playoffs at least uh, yeah. and, and go for a run here. And like you said, it's, that's, it's good. If that's what you want to do, just please stick with it. And I think you will. Cause Bottero, you know, this is what he talked about when he came in and so I'm all for it. It's, this Obviously, the Sabres aren't going to be good this year. It sucks, but it, it long, as long as the Amherst are good, which hasn't been the case the last couple of years, as well yeah, as the could. Sabres not being good. Yeah. Uh, so we, we'll we keep an eye on them because uh, I'm i not ready to look forward to the draft yet, so I'll at least talk about the Amherst <laughs> all day. I'm glad Neylander's back. I think that's huge, too. I I can't wait to see kind of what he does over the next you 5 10 games here uh, and how he looks because I think he – he had that injury really early in the prospects tournament. So yeah, you really didn't get to see – you didn't get to see him at all at camp. You didn't get to see how he was with the big club. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he looks down there. He looked bigger to start the season. So yep. if he kind of blows up here with the rest of this team and, and has a really good year, I think he's almost a shoe in to make the roster next year. Yeah,
0: and his um, – you know I mean? His first goal of the season, yeah, was pretty nice. So mm-hmm. you know, that's good using his speed. Uh so that that's good. you know the one thing we didn't talk about yet with Rochester is Justin Bailey, who's down there has a lower body injury. He didn't play is it Saturday or Friday or Saturday? I found both games um so he's out with that right now, so that's the second lower body injury. It could be the same one honestly, he had here in Buffalo uh, that he's still battling through, so you know I mean they're winning games without Bailey too, so once you add that guy into the mix, then you add Griffith in there, and that, that's a pretty formidable you know AHL team so yeah, I mean, you, you, you said it. You know, it, it kind of stinks for the big club right now. Um, it is what it is. Like I said, to start this, you know, they're not going to be a good team this year. Uh, you want to have the hope that they're going to turn around. That's fine. I don't. You know, I, I think I've seen this too much. And just look at the roster. I mean, just look at that bottom six. That's how the could same. you have hope this is going to turn it around? I mean, unless your top six is going to get go bananas and your defense is going to start scoring all of a sudden. There's there's no turning this thing around right now. I mean that that bottom six is just too bad. I think there's realistically,
1: realistically, you can imagine the top six keeping it up, unless it, the trade a trade comes and the yep. defense starting to put up points and starting to score if they start to activate themselves into the offensive game. But I, I think you can look for that. But like you said, I just don't see any kind of all of a sudden surge from the bottom six putting up points, even with like Palmerville down there. Larson, Gergensen, I just, I don't see any kind of production really coming at all this year from the bottom six. And exactly. with that, you just get, you know, have it, any team that comes in here, if as long as they have one good shutdown line, uh, now you're basically down to one line out of four, which is never good. So it, it, it's unfortunate that it makes the e- Sabres easier to shut down. And you're seeing that they're, they're struggling. They're not playing well. They're getting shut out by Carey Price. <sighs> oh, here we go
0: exactly exactly so uh so i don't know i mean it's just i guess this isn't the uh thrilling episode we had last week but you know okay. i mean it's kind of a lot of you know how it's going to be this season you know we are we'll try to make it interesting as we can but it's just, it's just going mean, to be another drag through the mud dull season i feel like which is crappy cuz that's not the kind of hockey i want to watch that's the kind of kind hockey i want to talk about i'm kind of i'm kind of over talking about a shitty team so I, I kind of like to talk about some good hockey um We'll have some things coming up here. We'll have the Winter Classic coming up in like a month or so. So that'll be kind of fun to talk
1: about. Yeah, how about those uh, jerseys?
0: Yeah. We, dude, good poll because we definitely need to talk about that because those jerseys are fire, straight fire, those jerseys.
1: Yeah. I mean, basically just take the New York out of the logo and sign me up for <laughs> right. in three years when Adidas can change it. Uh, yeah. And, and that's a banging away jersey right there yes it'll, yes and that, that uh, royal
0: blue is beautiful
1: yeah i like it even the rangers i, I like kind of the, the ranger one is pretty there. nice
0: too yeah i, I
1: think it'll, they did a good job you know so, for both yeah it'll be it'll definitely be fun to watch and i mean we even got the uh world juniors outdoor game coming up too so that's
0: right the world juniors are coming here end of december so that's that'll be exciting to see too So, uh see so this fun thing is coming i mean Evander Kane might get traded one day so we'll have a couple of days of misery and then kind of look at the pieces we'll get on, out of that if anything or maybe he won't and then maybe that'll be fun to talk about what we're going to do there
1: yeah it's so, definitely it's, I didn't want to bring it up this week but I'm definitely already starting to play around with the numbers and it'll be fun it's I mean it's it's like you said it sucks but it's this is the part that I like the GM stuff I like to mess around with the numbers and see kind of what we can do here and there's some interesting things. Uh
0: Eighty million, eighty or eighty-two million dollar cap. There's talk of next season that could make things really interesting.
1: That definitely could make things interesting. It definitely frees up, you know, all the people that were are crying that a Kane needs to go. If the cap jumps that much, I mean, you can definitely make it work, especially with the season Sam Reinhardt's, uh having. You sign a one or two year contract for three and a half, four million. You can sneak Evander yeah. in there for six and a half. So. Yeah. It's uh, – it'll make things interesting, especially, like I said, if you can bring up a bunch of kids here, uh, you can make it work for a year or two before guys like Pommonville and Bogosian and, you know, bigger Georges next year, those kind of bigger numbers come off, and, and that kind of frees you up to the wheel and deal. But, yeah, so things – it'll it'll get interesting here as the season goes on, but we kind of just need to get through this little stretch here, and then we'll, then we'll let's turn get, it up. Let's get
0: through Christmas here, and then we'll get to some fun times, right?
1: Yeah, go Amherst. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. You're driving out to the um,
0: yeah, yeah, and hey, they're going to be on MSG now. So, oh, a couple of games. So, I mean, you'll get to see them here in Buffalo. So, look out Good. for that because uh, they'll be on MSG. I think they were on already once. So, I think they have five more times. We'll be on throughout the season. So, um, you'll get a you'll get a glimpse of the Amherst here and there.
1: But, Funny enough, uh, we will both be at the game tomorrow.
0: We will, we will. I will be in the press box. I'm excited to see the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they're a little bit of a slide right now, which is far different from how they were most of the season. But I mean, that team just brings pff, firepower. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Kucherov, Stamkos, uh, Braden Point, uh, um, Headman, Sergeyev, Palat. Palat. Uh, I mean, they just they have scoring in bunches that team strawman he's not a a bunch of a point producer but he can play some good defense and then if you make it through that scoring and make it through that defense you have big andre vasilevsky sitting back there and good luck beating him because that kid has been a stud this year that'll be fun (laughs) i think (laughs) go sabers tomorrow Yeah. yeah that's I'm at. Right, i saw this game on the calendar and i'm like yep that game i will go to and it's not because i want to see the sabers because i want to watch a tampa bay team because they look fun
1: yeah funny enough we're in a i was in a career development program for m&t and this is our graduation present watching the sabers get their head kicked in but hey <laughs> at least we'll be in the m&t box so that'll be cool
0: no <laughs> that'll work out for you that'll, but, so uh, i'll be in the, i'll be in the press box and you'll be in the m&t box so and there you go that'll work out well
1: i heard it's center ice so it should be very nice. nice. Very nice. Very nice.
0: Good stuff there. You'll right. be will basically be like right across from me. Yeah, I mean
1: it's... a a sliding Tampa of bay team. Uh looks like this is just just what the doctor ordered.
0: <laughs> just, just bring some binoculars and I'll hold up some signs on how things are going. You can kind of look across and <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh
0: so wrap this baby up. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at BTB Uh interact with us. Questions, comments. If you want us to talk about anything on a podcast, please feel free to send us questions or topics or comments. We'll always take them. We'll always talk about them because we do this for you, the listeners. You're you're why we do this, and because we enjoy it. Uh, make sure you subscribe, rate, share, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, tune in at Google Play, and make sure you check out the Grandstand Sports Network. Uh, I'm doing some writing over there now for them too. I recently wrote about Vegas and how it's time. Start taking them for real, Bill. I think me and you got to eat a little uh, humble pie there in the next maybe a couple of weeks if they keep winning games because we kind of bashed McPhee, but it looks like he might have uh, either one, he's super lucky, or two, he actually picked a pretty decent team.
1: I'm going to go super lucky, but we will see. <laughs> I just yeah, can't believe they're winning games. but
0: And they keep winning with like, like – No goalies. He's played four games. Yeah. No. Malcolm wow. Subban, who was who was put on waivers, they got him on waivers, is playing really well for them.
1: Super lucky. <laughs> <laughs> super, definitely super lucky. They could have uh, been lastly, even better. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, they really could have, if you think about it, but I don't know, they're winning games. William Carlson, James Neal, and then you can't forget Jonathan Marshall, who they got for free with Riley Smith. I mean, can you, I still can't believe that trade that Florida made. I don't know what in the world they were thinking. Marshall right. and Riley Smith were basically nothing.
1: It still hurts, even just to think about. It, it, it almost hurts as much as Hall for Larson. <laughs> how, for about, Weber. how about
0: Jordan Eberle for Ryan Strom?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> you Edmonton. were talking
0: about that. I mean, the Edmonton thing. Good God. And then, then if they trade Nugent Hopkins –
1: I wish a 1,000 curses on Edmonton. (laughs)
0: Somebody somebody has to get his hands off that team because he's going to crush McDavid's career. Even though... The next three or four years of it.
1: Even though... All right, so a little bit of confession time. Even though they were terrible with all those first-round picks, I was a huge Edmonton fan. Like, I followed them. I loved what they were doing. You know, Gagne, Hall, Everleigh, Nuge. Mm -hmm. They, They were... A lot of fun to watch, even though they were terrible because they had no defense or goal at the time. And Torelli basically comes in, gets handed McDavid, and trades all those players away. And <laughs> now, you, now you have Kajulia and Lucic <laughs> on McDavid's <laughs> lines. <laughs> He's basically playing with 20-pound anchors yeah. on his line, and it's just obviously not working. And I hope it continues to for many years because – <laughs> he wrecked that team
0: yeah it's it's pretty it's it's brutal it's brutal you know and I feel bad for McDevling feel bad for Eichel there's just not a lot around them I mean they the team did it right to get down there and get the guy and they failed in building the team around them you know Edmonton I think kind of got a little lucky last year with how things turned out but
1: that's what kind of sucks to now back to reality. for like the Sabres team that we have now and the Sabres team we had last year and the, even the year before that is when like you know, three, four, five years ago when, you know, Edmonton was terrible but had those guys, they were at least a lot of fun to watch. Like they were losing games six to five, five to four. Yep. And I think that's what frustrates me most about, you know, the difference between that team that had all those first round picks and then here where we are today, is they were just not fun to watch either. And it's just no. I think I think that's kind of what the even if we weren't good this year. I think that's where all my hope lied was within Housley at least being able to put an exciting product on the ice. And man, I think, I think that's kind of what's hit me the hardest is that we're not even getting that. And it's just, it's sucked everything out of me for this year. Yeah. So there you go. There's a little bit of real talk at the end of the pod here.
0: <laughs> Sneak that in there right at the end. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. So the last thing
0: though here, of course, is make sure you follow uh, Die by the blade and check out the excellent, uh, writing and stories and stuff we have there also we can find our podcast there as well so for chad and bill i think we're out of here this week hopefully the next few games aren't too bad each tampa bay pittsburgh pittsburgh st louis chicago Fort. after maybe, that
1: or maybe they're really bad
0: or maybe they're really bad
1: and then and then what
0: and then we come here and start yelling about things again Is that what we do the next time
1: I mean, I I could do that every other podcast. We just scream about just things, yell
0: about things, <laughs>
1: until, it's not too we bad. Could, until we can until we can literally start talking about the salary caps.
0: So. Oh boy, can't wait! Fifty eight more games.
1: La 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 la.
0: Anyways, Chen Bill, I think we're out of here because I'm 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 hitting the four stages of pressing right now, so we should probably <laughs> just go. <laughs> So, we will uh, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the games and we'll try to enjoy the games. At least enjoy their opponents, I guess you could say. Enjoy, enjoy the, key enjoy key the real hockey. So, we'll see you later. Bye. Yeah.